thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. You may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. the top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We're so glad you joined us today for Jesus the Healer. I tell you what, it is our complete honor to minister the Word and feed the Word to people. And it's our complete honor to hear it, right? My goodness. So much of the world, they don't even know what to listen to. (laughs) And so because of that, they listen to everything. But thank God for the Word. To be a hearer of the Word, it's it's a privilege. And uh, not only that, As we hear it, then we know what to do. Amen. Because it's in the doing that the blessing lives. And so uh, we have have become students. And we ask you, become a student with us. Um, This word will change you as it gets in you. It's got to get in you. You know, it's got to get in your heart. It's got to get in your thought life. So uh, see yourself as a student right now. And uh, as you're listening to this, Release your faith. Hook your faith onto this word. You know what it said about the Hebrews that were delivered out of Egypt over in the book of Hebrews? It says this. It says, the word preached did not profit them. Think of that. That's a sobering statement. The word preached did not profit them. So you can be around the word and there be no increase from it in your life. There be no profit, not because of on the part of the word, but it said the word preached did not profit them because they, not because the word, but because they did not mix faith with it. And so uh, today, we don't want to be someone who doesn't profit from what we hear. We want to mix our faith with it. Amen. Amen. And let me tell you what, faith will turn you into a doer, (laughs) right? Faith will turn us into doers. We've taken as our golden text for this series that I've been ministering on, what Paul wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7, the King James says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. A sound mind is a disciplined mind. A sound mind is a calm mind. A sound mind is a well-balanced mind. A sound mind is a controlled mind. But also a sound mind is a renewed mind. Now, Romans Chapter 12 and verse 2 says, Be not conformed to this world. Notice this world has the ability to conform, to conform you to it. But don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. So uh, transformation can only happen as the mind is renewed. That's what will transform your life. 
You were born again. You became a new creature in Christ when you received Jesus. You got a new spirit. But to transform your everyday life, transform your home, transform your marriage, transform your health, mm -hmm. transform your finances, mm -hmm. transform the way you speak, right. transform the way you think, mm -hmm. that only comes as you come into agreement with the Word of God. Mm -hmm. A renewed mind is a mind that takes on God's way of thinking. Every single one of us were raised in a system in our homes. Every single home had, a, had its own system. Every single one of us are a product of the system we were raised in. But when we come into God's family, He has a system. And it's called His Word. His Word is His system. And so when we come into line with His system, His Word, it transforms everything into the positive direction in our life. Amen. Amen. I want to read to you 3 John in chapter 1 and verse 2. Again, that's 3 John chapter 1 and verse 2. And what John wrote here was in line with what Paul said. And he, John says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Look at this phrase, even as thy soul prospereth. What's he talking about? He's talking about what Paul was saying in Romans, that your mind be renewed. Paul called it the renewing of the mind. John calls it the prospering of the soul. It's the same thing. They're talking about the renewing of the mind. Amen. And so the word shows us that prosperity and health are linked to something, to the soul prospering. Now look again what this, what this verse said. Beloved, I wish above all things thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers or to the measure that your soul prospers. Mm -hmm. To the degree that your soul prospers, mm -hmm. that's, how, that's the degree of health you'll enjoy. That's the degree of prosperity you'll enjoy. It all belongs to you. Mm -hmm. But as you do the work of being a student of the Word, mm -hmm. studying the Word, being a doer of the Word, mm -hmm. it does a work of transforming it does a work of prospering the soul. So many times people are pursuing health when they really need to be pursuing the prospering of their soul. Mm, Some are renewing or are pursuing rather finances and prosperity, so to speak, mm -hmm. when they need to be pursuing the prospering of their soul or the renewing of their mind mm -hmm. because that's where the, the difference is made. Mm -hmm. I said that's where the difference is made. Uh, Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7 says this, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You say, well, he said, as I think in, his, in the heart, that's what I am. Yeah, but your mind is the gateway to your, heart, to your spirit, to your heart. Mm -hmm. Something can't get into your heart until it gets, into your, gets through your, 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 your thought life. Mm -hmm. You have to accept it here before it can find a, a, a dwelling in you. If you argue with it, reason against it, the, the truth cannot, re, cannot reside in you because the mind won't let it in. Yeah. See, the Word has to be engrafted in the Spirit, but, it, it, but for that engrafting to, to take place, the engrafting of the Word, it has to be agreed first with the mind. The mind has to agree to it, yeah. you see. And that's why we need to renew our minds or cause our souls to prosper the same thing because that's going to affect how we think. And as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. 
so is he. Amen. It's wrong thinking that holds us out of prosperity, not lack. It's wrong thinking that holds us out of healing, not symptoms. When people find out what is theirs in Christ, when they find that out and they think right, all of a sudden they start receiving right. Amen. Wrong thinking will we'll, uh, keep us from receiving what God's already made ours. And that's why John linked in his writing, he linked what happens to your thought life to how much health and prosperity you'll enjoy. It's, the word links it. We can't unlink it. <laughs> Amen. When you, deal with the, when you deal with the thought life, you have automatically affected every other arena. You understand that? When right thinking comes into place, it, it, it will affect every other arena that needs the help of heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, our mind can always be further renewed. You'll never arrive and say, my mind's renewed. I'm, 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 I'm a Jim Dandy at that. I'm a humdinger at that. I got it. I can quote lots of scriptures. Well, good. I want you to be able to quote lots of scriptures, but the mind is never done with that renewing process. Your mind can always be further renewed and to go further with God, the mind will have to be further renewed. We are at the place where our thinking allows us to go. If we need to go further, our thinking needs to be renewed further. Our mind needs to be renewed further. Does that make sense to you? Yes. To go to the next place God has for us, our thinking has to change. Yes. Something has to come up in our thinking, in our believing, in our speaking, in our doing. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. Thank God for the power of God. Aren't you thankful for the Word of God? I tell you, you sit under the Word and power starts functioning. Right now, I can sense that power in my hand. It becomes a tangible flow and I can sense it in my hand and it's because he wants to minister to someone. And so I speak to those of you that are harassed in your mind. I speak for you to be free in Jesus' name by the power of God that your mind be loosed from that deception of the enemy, that, the, that it receives the light of the word. You be free in your mind. I speak for fear and harassment. That, that torment your mind. Satan, you take your hand off their mind in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, be free in your mind. And for those who are held in the bondage of addiction, and I'm talking about you're on medical, you're on medicine for mental things. Listen, you can be free. I said you can be free. And I say, be free from that in Jesus' name. That bondage, that addiction be broken over your life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, there's the power. I, I can sense that power flowing tangibly. Just receive it. You say, how do I receive it, Pastor Nancy? Say, I receive that. I receive a free mind. I thank you that my mind is free. I thank you that I am free from that bondage of addiction in Jesus' name. Amen. You say, well, Pastor Nancy, should I throw out my medicine? I'm not telling you to throw out your medicine. I'm telling you, follow what God tells you to do. Amen. 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 It's, the, it's, the, it's the exercise of faith that pleases God. It's not the throwing out of medicine that pleases God. 
unless God tells you to do that as your act of faith. But you just follow, you follow God on what he tells you to do. Amen. Amen. I'm just saying that there was power administered to you. And you, you attach your faith to that power. Don't get up in that mental arena. And what do I do about this? And what do I do about that? Then how do you know if you're in the mental arena when you start asking questions? Questions are of the mental arena. Answers are of the faith arena, of the spirit arena. Just ignore the questions for now. You just cooperate with that, with that power that's moving and flowing right now. Some of you, it, you can even feel it tangibly like a blanket coming down over your mind. And you, you, you even have this sense to yourself. It seems like I got my mind back. Yeah, because the anointing destroys the yoke. Amen. Hallelujah. So the way to stay in the flow of that worship God, thank God. Amen. Don't get back into the middle arena and start touching the things that tried to trouble you before. You just start praising God. Amen. And if troubling thoughts try to come back, say, no, you don't, I'm free. No, you don't, I'm free. No, you don't, I'm free. Amen. The power of God has set me free. That's not my thought. And then you start praising. Just to keep your mind from going back into that cycle of turning troubling thoughts over in your thought life. We, it's okay if we, go off, if we go off notes here a little bit, if we leave our notes here, rather is what I mean. Uh, back during, I want to say, I'm not even going to say what decade because I don't know what decade for certain. I want to say somewhere between in the 1940s, 50s. God spoke to a man by the name of Dr. Lester Summerall and said, I want you to go to the Philippines. Now, he was a missionary that traveled all over the world. He lived here in the United States at the time that God said this. And he said, I want you to go to Manila, Philippines, and I'm going to do more for you there than I've ever done for you anywhere else. So him and his family picked up and they left. They went to the Philippines, started a church. And he said every member of his church was every member of his family. That's all he had as members of his church. He was there for six months. He was evangelizing. He was street witnessing. He was doing everything he could to get the word out about the church that he started. People would supposedly pray with him and get born again. And whenever uh, he would ask for, you know, I'd like to come visit you, pray with you at your home and stuff, they would give him a bogus or a fake address. He said this went on for six months. And he said, uh, in that six-month period, he said, uh, I said to God, I said, you sent me over here, but he said, nothing's happening. And he just kept at it. You know, when you're pioneering, you just keep at it. You just keep at it. You just stay with what God tell you to do. Just do it. And so one day he was at home and he was listening. Now, I have a, I have a reason why I'm telling you this, so stay with me on this. He was at home and the mode of communication that day was primarily radio. He was listening to the radio and there came an announcement on. And the announcer said, if you have a weak heart, if you're easily frightened, turn this radio broadcast down. So Dr. Summerall reaches over to the volume knob and turns it up. <laughs> he was a man of bold, raw faith. And they put a microphone up to a little 17-year-old girl 
that her, she was tormented, harassed, and she started screaming into that microphone. And when she did, the word of the Lord came to Dr. Summerall and said, I want you to go to that prison. She was being held in prison. I want you to go to that prison and set that girl free. Dr. Summerall made this statement. He said, God, get somebody else. Because, see, he's new to that country. There are a lot of other Christian churches there. And he thought it more appropriate that someone who was known to the community go to the prison to minister to this girl. And he said, God, he said, get somebody else. And listen to God's reply. He said, I don't have anyone else. Now, he didn't say he didn't have anyone else that wasn't born again. What did did God mean when he said, I don't have anyone else? He said, I don't have anyone else who knows their authority. Why, their mind is renewed. They know their authority enough to get this girl set free. So Dr. Summerall, and it's a long story. It's a wonderful testimony. But to make a long story short, he ended up going and being permitted to go into that prison. He had to go first to get permission from the mayor. So the mayor gave him permission, but the mayor wanted to see this. So he followed him in. A camera crew followed him in. And Dr. Summerall went in there and took authority used the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus in that situation. And the girl was set free. Now, she had never been born again. She would never even been in a church service. She had never heard the name of Jesus. After she got free, her mind came clear. Listen, this is what I want you to know. A clear mind belongs to you. I said a clear mind belongs to you. And that's what that anointing, that I just spoke several minutes ago is for to bring that, bring you into the flow of that clear mind. Because I can still sense that anointing in my hand. It's for you. I said, it's for you. It's not for me. It's for you. And so um, he got her set free and her mind came back. She was normal now again in her mind. And then he preached the gospel to her, got her born again. Before he left that prison cell, now he ended up being able to put her with another Christian family. They dismissed her, released her from that prison. And she went into and stayed with a a Christian family. She ended up becoming a pastor's wife. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) Jesus delights in taking a ruined life and making it shine. And so... He got her born again that day, but before he left that prison, he said, honey, he said, I'm going to tell you something. When the devil is cast out, he tries to come back. And not to make you afraid, I want you to not be afraid. So when he tries to come back, you answer him and you tell him, no, the blood of Jesus is against you and you cannot come back. Notice that. In the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. See, he told her to use her authority. Now see, she didn't have a history 
of Christianity. She didn't have a history of Bible reading. She didn't have a history of prayer, but notice this, her authority still worked. You don't earn your authority. It's your birthright. When you get born again, it's your birthright as a child of God that all the authority in His name, all the authority and power in that blood belongs to you. Don't ever be talked out of using it. So Dr. Summerall left her that day, but he did not leave before he gave her instruction of how to address the opposition. Notice this, even though another man could help minister to her, her freedom, another man could not keep her free. That's what I, I'm, I'm, you have to understand. Anytime someone else prays for you, ministers to you, the help is temporary. But you have to learn how to have lasting freedom by exercising the word and your authority for yourself. So he gave her the instruction of what to do. She didn't have to figure out what to say. He told her what to say. She didn't even have to understand the words. Just say them. She goes to bed that night. And while she's laying there in her cell, that same spirit came back. She said she felt it come in through the window and it again tried to attach itself to her. And in that setting, her mind started racing and she could not remember what to say. Thankfully, she called to the prison guard and said, quick, tell me what the preacher told me to say. And he remembered. He listened and he said, he said, say this. And she did. And that, 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 that spirit took his hands off of her and left her and she stayed free and she lived free. Why? Because when something is cast off of you, it will try to come back, but that's not to frighten you. That's so I, I let you know so that you know what to say when it tries to come back. Say, in the name of Jesus, no, you don't. You're not coming back. The name is against you. The blood is against you. Freedom is mine. You're not stealing my freedom. So I'm telling you that story so that you take your place, the same place that little girl took. Hold fast to the freedom that has been ministered to you in this episode. That freedom that Jesus made yours, but under that anointing, that freedom was ministered to you. Don't let go of it. Don't, when thoughts come back, don't just, don't be casual toward them. Say, no, you don't. I'm not thinking that way again. I'm not going back to that again. No, you don't. I'm not going back into that depression again. No, you don't. You get bold about it. I said, you get bold about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm thrilled that that anointing that's working and flowing It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. There's an anointing on the word. There's an anointing when you speak the name. There's an anointing when you praise. Amen. Praise brings the anointing. When you don't even sense the anointing, you can start praising and the anointing will come into manifestation and then that'll break the yoke off. Amen. So again, what are the steps, Pastor Nancy? You ministered to me. How do I stay free? You don't count on me. You don't count on me. You count on the authority that's been given you. What do you say? You say, no, you don't. Tell the devil no. And I mean, tell him boldly. Don't tell him softly. Tell him boldly. He only understands boldness. 
You tell him, no, you don't. Jesus has set me free and I am free and the blood makes me free. I'm not taking that back. And I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. And you just keep doing that. And you turn to praising to get your attention off of the threat. Amen. Amen. This is part of being a doer of the word. I've had to do it when I didn't feel any anointing. I've had to do it when I didn't sense any victory. When all I could sense was fear and bombardment, I had to do exactly what I'm telling you. That's how you become skillful with your authority, skillful with your victory. Amen. Ah! This is thrilling. Don't you get thrilled with the word? Never again bound. Never again a victim. Never again, never again a slave to something that the enemy tries to put on you. Amen. He whom the Son sets free, he made you free. You are free. But your words have to hold to that and your thought life has to hold to that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about y'all. How about we just take a moment and thank God for the freedom. Right where you're at, do that with us. Father, we thank you for the freedom that is ours, the victory that is ours. Thank you, Father, for clear minds. Thank you for sound minds. Thank you for calm minds. Thank you for peaceful minds. Thank you that they're delivered by the power of God, made free from those bondages, those addictions, free from those medications that have harassed and tormented and held them captive. Father, we thank you so much, Jesus. You're a wonderful healer. You're a wonderful deliverer. I thank you so, so much. We worship you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We thank you for their freedom. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus is so good. I tell you what, for you to be free cost him everything. Live free. Talk free. Think free. Any thought that doesn't lead you to peace, reject it. Any thought that robs you of peace, refuse it. Cast it out. Amen. You have to be bold. You have to be aggressive with it. You know, these are things that it's taken us years to, and I'm speaking to me specifically, it's taken me years to mature in some of these things. It takes time for skill to, to, to be developed. But as you feed on the word and as you feed on materials that help you, it will accelerate you. These kinds of books I have, I've been teaching out of this, A Sound Disciplined Mind. We offer this to you because we honor the message of it. You need it. You don't need it because I wrote it. You need it because of the message God gave in it. And uh, you feed on this and it will accelerate you in your spiritual growth and development. You can get hold of your copy at DufresneMinistries.org. Go there and let them know, hey, I want my copy of it. And you can purchase that on the website. And uh, I tell you what, it'll be a blessing to your life. And remember, as you go forward today, living free, remember, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. Please join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Fredonia, New York at Family Church Fredonia, August 14th through the 18th. Come expecting your miracle.
For more information, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Please join us for our annual ladies' conference at Wood Harvest Church in Marietta, California, October 4th through the 6th. Everyone is welcome to attend. For more information, visit our website at TheFrameMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.